Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Sarah Silverman. the show and I'm so sad to leave because I was just getting comfortable doing that thing where you're mean to the crew guys but like in a loving way I'm gonna miss you rich you dumb bastard take care Charlie you ugly piece of shit Steve your wife's cheating on you we've got a great show for you tonight so let's get into headlines brutal dictator made in a Build-A-Bear workshop. <laughs> this week, the North Korean leader announced a new law that no one else in the country can have the same name as his 10-year-old daughter, Jue. And this hits me personally because I'm... <laughs> You're ahead of it. I'm pretty Jue. <laughs> but just imagine how much this would suck for all the other Jue's out there, you know? They, they got change their name now, you gotta switch your name on your internet bill, your cable bill, your newspaper subscription. I mean, they don't have those there, but still. <laughs> Moving on to some important news from the world of science. I was listening to the radio yesterday and I heard something that stopped me short. Take a listen. It's now 5.03 and penis length is on the rise. <laughs> station is this? We've got weather on the ones and penis on the threes. <laughs> but yes, according to a new study, the average erect penis length has increased 24% over the last three decades to 5.5 inches. Yeah, I know, right? Look at that. Women in the audience are going, that's it, and the men are like, oh, thank God. <laughs> 
Now, no one is sure why this happened. My theory is that at some point around 1993, men started measuring their penises starting from their assholes. <laughs> this is, uh... <clears throat> this is not how we expected men to evolve over the last 30 years. <laughs> Women have been saying, please, we just want you to be more in touch with your emotions. And men are like, all we can give you is a longer dick. And we're like, okay, we'll take it. <laughs> well, let's move on to the 2024 presidential race where GOP candidate Nikki Haley launched her campaign with a rally that featured a very interesting opening act. This is John Hagee. He is an American pastor and a televangelist with a history of making outlandishly offensive comments. In 2006, he claimed that Hurricane Katrina was God's way of punishing the city for allowing a gay pride parade. He once claimed that God sent Hitler to hunt the Jewish people as part of a divine plan to drive them back to the land of Israel. And he claimed women are only meant to be mothers and bear children. But Pastor Hagee has found a presidential candidate who is willing to embrace him. Today, he gave the opening prayer for the presidential campaign kickoff for former governor Nikki Haley. To Pastor Hagee, I still say I want to be you when I grow up. Oh, Pastor Hagee, I hope one day I can appreciate Hitler as much as you do. I mean, right now my appreciation of Hitler is like here. I want to get it up, get it up to about here. You know, sure, this guy thinks the Holocaust is good and that's not good, but on the bright side, he does believe it happened. You know, you gotta take the W's where you can. <laughs> but Pastor Hagee wasn't the only notable person there last night. Jordan Klepper also headed down to Nikki Haley's rally for another installment of Fingers the Pulse. Check it out. Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and Trump UN ambassador, has decided to throw her hat in the ring and run against her old boss. So I went to her campaign launch in South Carolina to see if the party was really ready to turn the page. Are you excited about Nikki Haley for president? Very excited. She's done great things for South Carolina. She's tough. She's a woman. Women rule. The Republican Party needs a change and we need someone with Nikki's foreign policy expertise. I love Donald Trump, but I think that she has more of a feminine finesse. You think Trump has a harder time with communicating with yes, ladies. He has yes. a harsher approach when it yes, comes to he, women. He, he sometimes has to pay for it. He sometimes yes, he has does. a hard time navigating it. Yes. I mean, I think she's really running to get, like, I don't think she'll win. Oh, so. <laughs> I think it's for VP. So this is just sort of like batting practice. It's just fun to be here. Why not? VP or president, I was curious to see how Haley could win over ardent Trump supporters. I voted for Trump, but I certainly will not be doing that again. When did Trump lose your support? The nail in the coffin for me with Donald Trump. Let me guess. Charlottesville. No. But Okay, let me guess. You're not, not going to guess it. Kids in cages. Nope. The insurrection, January 6th. The, nope. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. First impeachment. Nope. Second impeachment. Nope. Okay, uh, inviting white supremacists over to Mar-a-Lago. No, but that, I mean, you know criticizing DeSantis before his election. 
Wouldn't have guessed it. So that's the line, right that there. That was the nail in the coffin. I would have guessed kids in cages. I told you you wouldn't have guessed it. I know. I would have saved you 30 this, minutes. Of this is why you come out and talk to people. You're constantly surprised. Yep. Haley has been either a strong Trump critic or a vocal Trump ally, depending on the time of day. Could this pose a problem? Did you feel like she sufficiently stood up to Donald Trump when she needed to? I, I think she has, and I think Nikki Haley's not afraid to stand up to any male or female with her voice of opinion. Yeah, so after January 6th, she wasn't afraid to say, this is disgusting. That's right. And then a couple weeks later to say they were being too hard on him. Yes, yes. So we agree. I agree uh, totally. An individual respects you if you can stand up to them. So something awful happens, like Charlottesville. She speaks no. her mind. Charlottesville happens. She's not afraid yeah. to criticize Trump, walk right in there, and hand in her 52-week notice. Right. right is right. She knows right from wrong. It's a campaign that's distancing itself from the far-right fringe. Except if you look closely at Haley's first speaker, Pastor John Hagee, who has unusual views on the weather. As a candidate, you have that responsibility to not get in the gutter. So hopefully we can stay in a more positive place. Well, the first person I saw on stage was Pastor Hagee, who thinks hurricanes are a punishment for gay people. <laughs> Is that really what he said? How long ago was that? That was, uh, that was around Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting opening act. Pastor Hagee has said that hurricanes were God's punishment for gays. Oh, no. He preaches the gospel. He pre I mean, I, I, I followed him for years. Yeah, yeah. But maybe if she wants to attract moderates, come in with a little bit more of a moderate pastor who thinks something more acceptable, like tornadoes are caused by too much masturbation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that's way out there. No. That's too far. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, and there's that line again. Good to know. Thank you, Jordan. All right, when we come back, I'll tell you why you're so mad, so don't go away. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Welcome back to The Daily Show. Ever notice how you hate everyone who disagrees with you? If you said yes, then you're not alone. And if you said no, then f*** you. But you're not the only one who feels this way. After 244 years together as a nation, we seem to be growing apart. Americans are fiercely split not only about policy, but on the basic decency of the other side. Growing shares in each party now describe those in the other party as more closed-minded, dishonest, immoral, and unintelligent. According to an NBC poll, 62% of college Democrats say they would not dorm with a Republican. 80% of Americans now have few or no friends across the aisle. In a poll before the last election, 15% of Republicans and 20% of Democrats agreed that the country would be better off if large numbers of the opposing party just died. (laughs) We'd be better off if the other side just died? What? Please think about it. The entire country would be haunted by the ghosts of your enemies. (laughs) Enemies who, by the way, can and will watch you masturbate. And why can't you share a dorm room with someone you disagree with politically? It's it's a difference of opinion, not airborne chlamydia. great to dorm with a Republican. Do you know how fun it would be to sexile someone who doesn't even believe in premarital sex? (laughs) Sorry, don't come in. We're drying our wet spot with your All Lives Matter shirt. (laughs) Sure. So the question is, how did we as a country become this divided? Let's talk about it in our latest installment of Long Story Short. Outrage in America isn't new. It's one of our oldest pastimes, right behind baseball and racism. But what is new is just how much money entire industries are making off our outrage. Starting with social media, their entire business model depends on keeping your eyeballs on the screen until your tuchus gets numb on the toilet seat. (laughs) And nothing does that better than anger. I've actually been on the toilet with my phone so long that I pee again. (laughs) In 2018, an internal Facebook report showed that their algorithm purposely feeds users divisive content in order to increase time on their platform. We've all experienced this. I mean, personally, I am way more likely to click on some dude's transphobic rants than another picture of my cousin's twins. I mean, don't get me wrong, both those kids are f***ed up in their own truly fascinating way, but they're not keeping me scrolling till 2 a.m. 
once the algorithm figures out what pisses you off, it runs with it, right off a cliff. In the summer of 2019, Facebook ran an experiment. It created a fake account for a 41-year-old mom living in North Carolina. They called her Carol Smith. Carol started off by liking a few popular conservative Facebook pages like Fox News, Donald Trump, and Melania Trump. But quickly, Facebook began dragging her down a rabbit hole of misinformation. After only two days, two days, Facebook recommended Carol follow a QAnon page. And a few days later, it suggested she follow another. By week three of the experiment, Carol's feed had become, quote, a constant flow of misleading and polarizing content. And so Facebook began sending push notifications. One notification was actually to a Facebook post claiming Barack Obama was born in Kenya. Wow, Facebook radicalized a person in just three weeks. Even ISIS was like, why can't we get numbers like that? <laughs> and that's just one example. Everything on the internet is so sweaty. I bought one credenza from West Elm in 2016, and ever since then, they've been emailing me like five times a day. And by the fifth one, they're so desperate, they're like, if you check out our new throw pillows, we'll suck your d <laughs> But as bad as the internet is, studies show that it's nothing compared to how cable news increases polarization. Because at least on the internet, Different viewpoints sneak their way into your feeds, but nobody on earth is flipping back and forth between MSNBC and Fox News, except for me. Because <laughs> I like to break out of my bubble and watch the reverse mortgage commercials from both sides. Now, all the major cable news networks rile you up, but no one is better at it than Fox News. They've become the top cable news network by making their viewers livid, and they're not subtle about it either. This story will have you fired up this morning. U.S. soldiers now learning about the dangers of white privilege. We have a story that will make your blood boil. Infamous social justice warrior Colin Kaepernick is now the brand new face of a Nike ad campaign. If you just paid your taxes, this next story will piss you off. This is going to enrage you. You're going to be outraged when we tell you what happened. Prepare to be outraged. Get ready to be angry. This story is going to make you sick. This story will make you want to throw your newspaper and make your blood boil. This next news story is going to make you so mad you'll want to punch yourself in the butthole. <laughs> you'll be so mad you'll puke on your nana. You'll be so outraged by this next story, you'll rip out all your pubes in one pull. <laughs> so thank you, cable news. Now at the top of the anger food chain, are the politicians who benefit the most from our outrage because politicians know that rage equals donations. That's why they're constantly pushing stupid culture war issues on us, whether they're real or completely made up. This morning, a new warning about the dangers of misinformation spreading online and making its way into political races. And this latest claim that some school districts are providing cat litter boxes for students who identify as cats. The first sign of the rumor in the U.S. appears to have been at this Michigan school board meeting last December, where it was discussed by a parent without proof, then shared on Facebook by a chairwoman of the Michigan Republican Party, referring to furries, the false story, snaking its way 
way across the country. And now, into Republican stump speeches. Have you heard about the litter boxes stuff? Yeah. 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 If we don't push back on the craziness, it's not going to end. A cat. They put tails on and they demand that they have a litter box in the school. Not because there's actual cats in the room, but because there's kids going around licking themselves as though they're cats. We've literally got kids who think they're cats and dogs using litter boxes in classrooms. No, you don't. You literally don't. Kids are not trying to shit in litter boxes in school or at all. I mean, most kids won't shit in toilets in school. Are you kidding me? Other kids might know that you shit and that's a secret. This is how I know it's a lie because they don't have one example of it happening, not one. But that didn't stop them from spreading it because it benefits them. So long story short, if you're wondering why you're so angry all the time, it's not a coincidence. The system is designed to provoke you. And politicians like this system because they profit from it. They survive from it. They can say anything as long as it's what their audience wants to believe. That's why when there was a bill that would have required fundraising raising emails to be fact-checked, Marjorie Taylor Greene blocked it. Now, that was a lie I just made up. <laughs> but you all licked it up, didn't you? You're so ready to donate to my campaign. And once you notice how much this system profits off your anger, it's not surprising that people would like the other side to just die. It's not surprising that people are afraid to dorm with the monsters who believe different lies than us. It's not even surprising when a mob of people believing they are righteous storm the Capitol, an event where, ironically, a bunch of furries use Nancy Pelosi's office as a litter box. <laughs> with New Yorker writer Gia Tarantino. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. New York. 
Parker, an author of the bestseller, Trick Mirror, Reflections on Self-Delusion. She's here to talk about social media companies monetizing hate and how we can use the internet as a force for good. Please welcome Gia Tolentino. So you've written about social media companies and how they monetize rage. Is there any way to, is there any way that they could be incentivized to, to stop this? One way that I think about it is like, did corporations all throughout the, like the last century until the 70s have any incentive to stop like poisoning rivers and dumping their waste all over the place? They didn't, it's like cheaper to be shitty, right? Like they, <laughs> like, it, it is it is in their financial best interest to just keep poisoning the river until someone makes them stop, which we could. But like, you know, it's in their best interest for us to feel bad, right? Like you never hear someone being like, I had an amazing day. I, I just sat and I scrolled for six hours, right? Like it's like, you only do that when you feel, you only scroll that long when you feel bad. And when you do that, when you scroll for that long, you feel even worse and then you do it more. And that cycle is the primary way. It's like social- cocaine. It is like cocaine. <laughs> Except less fun. Right. <laughs> well, I was chasing that first one. It's just not going to come back yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, um, it's interesting because I see stories pop up that give me outrage. Right. And I realize that they're designed to do it. Like, it took me a second. A, a friend of mine who leans a little right, texted me this story about how the LGBT community wants to uh, ban natural women. You know, you make me feel like I'm a natural woman by Aretha Franklin. And I did, like, two clicks of research, and, of course, it was from a parody account. Right. But picked up from papers, and then the parody account even said afterwards, like, Nobody called us for a comment. Right. <laughs> right. And then on no one checked the about page on the website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then on the left, you know, I read an article about uh, the Missouri Senate making uh, women senators they they couldn't wear sleeveless shirts, and I was about to go ape shit. And then I went, oh, but the men have to wear ties and suits. It's just a dress code. But it was designed to make me go bananas, and it did. Right. I mean, everything, like, if you are on a social media platform that what you see is governed by an algorithm, which is basically all the major ones, it's all designed to make you feel like the best person possible and that everyone else is a dumb piece of shit. Like, that's... That is that is what gets us to spend as much time on there as possible. Yeah, I used to call that righteousness porn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you realize you don't actually want to see these male lawmakers wearing tank tops anyway. You don't want to see any, maybe we don't want to see anyone's upper arms. You no, know? I just want to be able to say, point to someone as wrong and me as right. Right. And then you get off on it. And it's also like there's so many things to actually be mad about. And a lot of the stuff that's, you know, it's like some celebrity said something dumb. It's like, do do we care? Does does this matter? Does like I, I think one of the things that drives me personally nuts about all of it is that there's no sense of scale. It's like everything is presented as equally and maximally enraging when actually there are some things that matter a lot. Most things matter very little or nothing at all. And we're taught that, you know, we should all be as mad as possible about all of it all the time. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like you went off Twitter a few years ago. 
Congratulations. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm so much. I I thought it would turn me into like a genius and like a a, like a great, happy person. And it, you know, just I'm wasting just a little less time. Right. Right. But I mean, like, I I definitely like I'm kind of exit only on there now. And um, is that right? I just like will post stuff I need to post for show dates or something. But that has made my life a little definitely a little bit. You realize that Twitter is not the world. Right, right. And I, I mean, I got off because, like, I don't know if you had this experience, but it was like as soon as the pandemic started, you know, and my, my life shrank to, you know, one room and a weekly trip to the grocery store and the Internet ballooned to fill the rest of my existence. And I was like, this, this sucks, you know, like the Internet is never supposed to be bigger than your life. And when the pandemic made it bigger than actual physical life, I was like, I got to I got to get out of here. Twitter is such a cesspool now. It's so negative. How do, there's, is there any way to un, unravel this? Well, I think that as long as these companies, the primary way they make their money is for us to spend as much time as possible on them. And the best way, as you were saying in that segment, for us, for them to ensure that we spend as much time on them as possible is through all of the emotions that make us feel as bad as possible, self-righteousness and anger and, you know, everyone getting as mad as possible as a group about something you're going to forget about the next day. As long as that is the economic model, there is no hope. But I think, you know, again, as with the corporations that were, you know, making all the fish die in the rivers, you can you can make them change. We could regulate this. Right. If we put pressure on our government or. Yeah. I mean, well, I think <laughs> our government like, is like, how does. Also nursing at the teeth of big tech. 100%. I think like one, I think one thing that's necessary is for people to remember that we can, you know, we don't have to feel like, yeah, yeah. Like the internet, we all feel insane on the internet. We all feel so bad all the time. And that's just the way it is. Right. I think that, I think that we, it is, we are capable of getting as mad about this as people did about in the environmental move in the seventies, right? Like we are, we are capable of generating pressure and putting it on lawmakers. And there, you know, there are things like you could end automated recommendations, right? Automated recommendations are the reasons that, you know, um, a mom of two in Cleveland, you know, starts looking up smoothie recipes for her two-year-old and ends up believing that Wayfair is shipping, you know, like orphans in their things. And, you know, the, the wild like Designed a, to radicalize. Exactly, right. And, and, and so much of that, so much of that is automated recommendations because that... Um, and, and people have been recommending for years for, for that, you know, simply ending those. Those are one of the biggest reasons that the Internet has gotten so much worse, so much less fun, so much less surprising is because these companies just identify the kind of person you are and then funnel you towards, you know, whatever the worst version of that person I mean, is. YouTube is bizarre. You know, one time I made the mistake of going like, what is this globalization, like globalists? <laughs> what do they mean by globalists? Yeah. And uh, I became an anti-Semite right. within like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing how well it works. You know, and there are things like, you know, you could end legal immunity for these companies if, if violence is caused by something that was generated on these platforms. The worse that actual offline life is, the more people spend on the Internet, right? And we just have really done very little in terms of public policy to make actual life better for people, right? To give people more money and more freedom and to give people free public spaces to hang out so the only place, so it's not like the only place they hang out is the internet you know
know, we've done so little to improve actual life that it, I think, is one of the things that drives people over and over to just be like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like for, yeah. for hours at a time. And I mean, I feel like a boomer saying that, but I feel like that that would help a lot. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Also, it's like. I feel like social media originally was designed or, or its intention was to connect, right? To right. connect people. But instead, I think it's kind of put us in silos and it's given us this existential, like, do I exist? You know, I mean, right. even on selfies, I feel like, are, are just a, a constant question of, do I exist? I exist, right? Right. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. But there's anger, you know, People make money from our anger. They get clicks from anger. But there's some good anger on the internet where people are organizing. Right. Uh, you know, so how do you, not how do you differentiate, but how do you keep the good anger and yeah. get us away from the, the shitty anger? Well, what you were saying about connection, it's like we... The, the, the version of connection that is generated through hate is not a kind of connection that makes sense in real life. It's not, a, it's only a kind of connection that is incentivized and sounds good on the internet, right? Like in real life, are we actually like, oh, I want to spend six hours like face deep in, you know, in the business of someone I hate? No, right? Like we form, we, we do our business based on like affinity and the things that we care about and the things that we like positively want. And I think about, you know, as much as I think the internet as it's structured right now is kind of inevitably an existential and civic that negative, that there are still these things. I mean, you think about the protests, summer 2020, they wouldn't have turned into what they became, right, with like a quarter of Americans, you know, hitting the streets at some point if it wasn't for like a continual stream of videos on Twitter of police brutalizing the protesters at the police brutality protests, right? Like, like these... There is still like radical potential. You think about what people are doing with abortion access right now on the Internet, you know, forming these underground networks and getting people to travel across state lines and making sure anyone can get pills who needs them. You know, I try to remember that, you know, we still can and will try to be human on, you know, within a mechanism that wants us to be less so. Yeah. And we can keep doing it. Well, it's yeah, it's like the Wild West, but the the leaders are billionaires. And I mean, I, I, everything, I feel like every single thing, every conversation I've had here, I feel like boils down to Citizens United because yeah. as long as people can line politicians' pockets, they're buying policy and our votes don't, I mean, your vote counts. And, you <laughs> and our votes just simply don't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it's, it's very frustrating. It doesn't, it's clearly not right. Like, you know, but of course they name it Citizens United. It sounds beautiful. Let's hold for the siren. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to show that I'm in show business and I know how things work. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think part of it, I mean, we see this pushback now, right? Look, there, there is a fomenting sort of pushback and a dissatisfaction. And, you know, the hope is that it bubbles over into actual pressure on, on lawmakers to, to do something. But, you know, for a long time, we accepted the general model of Silicon Valley, the move fast, break things, sort of move mm -hmm. faster than regulation could ever get you. We accepted that as like, oh, that's amazing. We could, you know, that, that'll result in us pressing a button and getting like, you know, a car at our doorstep and, you know, and f any kind of food we want. Like we've, we for a really long time accepted the conveniences that the internet economy we're provides us. Sluts we're for we're such little sluts for convenience. Wow. And then they just, and then they just snap those little handcuffs of anger around yeah, us and here we are. Yeah. You go like, uh, 
uh, iPhones are made by child labor. I'm gonna um, well, order you know, let's see. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> see click to, or click yeah, to or order. Yeah, like Amazon. You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna. You know, I was like, no, no one's boycotting Amazon. It's too convenient. Yeah, but the thing is, you can. And I think that the, like a, like the real first step in all of this is remembering like we. I mean, I have to have. It's very Orwellian. I have a program called self-control on my computer and a program called freedom on my phone <laughs> and those things because I have neither and both and both of those things lock me off of social media for like 15 hours a day and I have needed to do that because I'm such a little slut for all the things that makes me mad and and it it does work like you can just refuse to participate in little little bits until maybe suddenly your life has changed a little and I and I would I would recommend, you know, it's 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 worth a try. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they say like, of course nobody can sleep because you're on your phones. You've right. got to turn the screens off. And I'm like, yeah, but also no. But I prefer to drop my phone on my forehead That's exactly what I seven do. times a night. This is when yeah. I go to sleep. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. How do we fix the internet? <laughs> Um, is there any hope in all of this? Yeah, yeah. I think I think in regulation and I think in public pushback and I think in all of us spending less time on our phone, whether that means refusing convenience, you know, certain things that are convenience. I, I, I think it means I think all of these things are possible, but we have to maybe accept that in order to resist social media, in order to resist the, the constant surveillance that's hitting us on our phone, that all these companies are like tracking and reselling to right. other companies to make money off of everything we do, we have to maybe, we have to maybe refuse a little bit of the cheap pleasure and the convenience that the phone gives us. But I think we can. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the paperback edition of Trick Mirror is available now. Check this out. Okay, we're gonna take a quick Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Well, that's our show for tonight, and that's my time for this week. But come back again, because your next host is Hassan Minaj. And if you want to catch more of me, come out and come see me on tour. Check out the link or the QR code below for dates. Explore more shows from The Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.
Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.